0: From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is Battleground Ballot Box. I'm Stephen Fowler. County elections boards are one of the most important parts of the voting process in Georgia that you probably haven't heard much about, except for ways things could go wrong. In Georgia, some Republicans have taken the next step toward taking over elections in the Atlanta area. They're asking for a performance review of election officials in Fulton County. That's Georgia's largest, most heavily Democratic county. Lincoln County Board of Elections was set to vote tonight on a proposal to reduce the number of polling places in a big way. But things changed when the complaints came in. Since 2020, they've been in the spotlight more and more with elections boards being reconstituted, making changes to voting locations, hearing potential challenges to voter eligibility, and certifying results helping to ensure local elections run smoothly. This week, we visit the front lines of Georgia elections for a look at what goes on behind the scenes and how local election decisions get made. Under ordinary circumstances, the further up the election food chain you go, the less likely you are to know who the players are. But these are not ordinary times, and the person at the top, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, is not an ordinary chief election official now the people of georgia must replace the rhinos and weak republicans who made it all possible in particular your incompetent and strange i had something wrong with this guy your secretary of state Rathensburger. Rathensburger. You may know your local poll workers that are friends and neighbors that volunteer to voting precinct, but there's a step higher, Georgia's 159 counties, which is where most of the legal and logistical elections related stuff actually happens. According to state law, county elections boards can be created that have powers and responsibilities of the quote, superintendent in charge of running primaries and elections. This superintendent, aka County Elections Board, does things like select polling places, train poll workers, conduct logic and accuracy testing of voting equipment, enforce voting rules, and certify election results. Some counties have probate judges who also act as election superintendents, making things even more confusing for you. Now, several elections boards have seen their memberships reconstituted in recent months. One of them is Morgan County in East Georgia, where about 15,000 voters were served by seven polling places until last week. Your proposal to align precincts with commission and education districts makes sense on paper. It really does. And it may be good for the long term. But it also means a large number of Morgan County voters will have a new place to vote on Election Day this year. And some of them will not know about the change until they arrive at their familiar polling place. The elections board voted three to one to close the two smallest precincts and their little-used polling places at volunteer fire stations in the more rural parts of an already rural county. It's an overwhelmingly Republican county, overwhelmingly white county, and increasingly a vote-before-election-day county. While the hired election supervisor made the suggestion to consolidate polls after redistricting, the board had to actually vote on the measure. The one no vote was from Mary Kay Clyburn, a longtime poll worker who worried about making sure voters would know of the changes. I'm a little concerned, and I know you, we have done everything we can to get this information out. Um, And I don't know how else to get that information out. Um, Some people just don't read the paper. Some people, you know, when they get their precinct card, I don't know if they're just going to say, Oh, I know where I vote. And, you know, so I think Morgan County did have its board membership redone. It used to have a nonpartisan chair appointed by the county commission and two members each picked by the local Democratic and Republican parties. But back in September of 2020, the commission began to take steps to reorganize the board because the partisan appointees bickered and fought so much that even a motion to adjourn had to have a tie-breaking vote. Now, the Republican-led county commission appoints everyone, and it includes two former poll workers, is not all Republican and fosters a much calmer atmosphere. All those in favor of the motion to change the polling places, signify by raising your hand. All those opposed, same sign. The the count was 3-1, so the motion is approved. Then there's Lincoln County, just a little further east of Morgan County, which, as you've heard on an earlier podcast, halted a plan to close all but one voting site after their board was reconstituted. It is inconscionable that we would even have anyone to think about closing precincts and 2022. It takes us back to an era that we thought that we would never have to go back to. County officials say their original desire in tweaking the board was just to stagger terms, which usually include a nonpartisan member and members selected by political parties. But a georgia supreme court ruling that found non-governmental bodies couldn't directly pick members of government boards has meant recent laws dealing with elections boards also change how those boards are picked lincoln county for what it's worth is set to approve three voting sites after our reporting elections boards and elections offices often have limited resources And while the decisions they make have great consequences for voters, changes are not taken lightly, says Tom Smiley. He's Hall County's elections board chair. Last year, I talked with him about the potential impact of new voting laws and how the county was balancing polling places and resources after opening fewer early voting sites for the January 2021 runoff. And then you have to try to operate within the confines of your resources that every county has different. Um, And then you provide the best voter experience that you can. I mean, to me, that's what I try to do. Um, You know, no one has unlimited resources. Georgia County elections boards have shuttered more than 10% of their polls since the 2013 U.S. Supreme Court ruling no longer required federal oversight of election changes. Many of those are also in rural counties that don't have a lot of money, manpower, or voters. So when considering all the decisions that local elections boards make, the pressure they're under, new legislation, and of course a big election season coming up, Tom Smiley, the Hall County Chair, wanted voters to understand elections officials take their nonpartisan mission seriously. We are people of integrity. My Democrats, my Republican members, members of our staff, we, we are people of integrity. We are people who are honest. We, we want to do the right thing but some actions taken by local elections boards recently have caused concerns. In March of 2020, Athens-Clarke County faced steep fines and penalties when its elections board voted to ditch new touchscreen voting machines in favor of hand-marked paper ballots, violating a state law that requires every county to use the same system. The change was approved 3-2 to two by a Democratic-controlled board over objections by the hired election supervisor and the county attorney. A recent report in the Daily Beast highlighted how the new chair of the Spalding County Elections Board has made QAnon conspiracy theories and has made multiple false and wild claims about election results. It's also the only election board rewrite recently that did not get rid of partisan appointments to the board, instead now having the fifth person appointed by county judges. And many people are concerned about a performance review of Fulton County's elections board, authorized under the sweeping new voting law, SB202. Let me start by saying that um, I will never, ever, back down from the fight with these conspiracy theorists who pushed the big lie in a disgraceful attempt to take away the voices of Fulton County voters. This review, initiated by Republican lawmakers who have used past problems with elections in Fulton as a way to insinuate fraud in the 2020 election, could, in theory, result in the state election board appointing a temporary superintendent to replace the five-member election board. A board that, remember, can select polling places, hear voting challenges, and certify election results. Fulton County Commission Chairman Rob Pitts has been forceful in opposing the process. This is really all about the big lie. I have said from the beginning, if you have any evidence of wrongdoing, malfeasance, bring it to me. Hasn't happened. Otherwise, put up or shut up. And you'll remember that commercial long ago. Where's the beef? Nobody has brought the beef to me yet. The three-person panel selected by the State Election Board includes a bipartisan group—Gwinnett County Democratic Elections Board member Stephen Day, Catoosa County Elections Board Chairman Ricky Kittle, and Secretary of State General Counsel Ryan Germany. Democratic State Election Board member Sarah tindall Gazelle said in an earlier meeting she hoped the panel takes this job seriously and would focus on how Fulton's board could move forward. The narrative driving this pressure has been influenced by disinformation surrounding the November 2020 election. But the fact remains that Fulton County voters have reported numerous problems for far longer than November 2020, particularly surrounding registration and absentee ballots. So I I urge Fulton County to review this performance review board as an opportunity to have fresh eyes on their systems and their procedures and identify areas of improvement. Republican State Election Board member Matt Mashburn agreed. This is an invitation to Fulton um, that it would be very nice for the board um, to be able to report when their report comes out that, that this was a problem, but in the meantime, we, we've seen this be cured uh, and this be fixed. So I encourage Fulton to, just, to keep trying to improve and not just uh, throw up their hands and say, well, it's all in the hands of the board now. The most likely result of the review will be a report that will outline failures, fixes, and a plan to tackle the crucial 2022 election cycle and avoid repeat issues. Over the last several years, I've spoken to countless local elections board members and supervisors, and they've shared some common sentiments. More people should get involved with their local elections office, whether it's volunteering as a poll worker or showing up to board meetings if they're able. They should ask questions about things that don't make sense and share with others the things that do. And in this crucial time for elections in Georgia, these election workers say voters should trust in the state's election system and the people who run it. Battleground Ballot Box is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. Our producer is Jess Mador. Our editor is Wayne Drash. Our engineer is Jesse Neiswanger, who also wrote the theme music. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.